A very tender welcome from me, Pastor Cristoforo Padula, to you. Barton Gelman, a staff writer for The Atlantic, has an excellent track record when it comes to predicting the ways in which former President Donald Trump and his allies would assault the U.S. democracy. Before the United States 2020 presidential election, Gilman predicted that Trump would attempt a coup d'etat if he lost to now President Joe Biden, which is exactly what happened. And Gilman is now warning that the Trumpistas will be better equipped to pull off a coup in the 24 election. Trump's next coup has already begun. January 6th was practice. Donald Trump's GOP is much better positioned to subvert the next election by Barton Gelman. Technically, the next attempt to overthrow a national election may not qualify as a coup. It will rely on subversion more than violence, although each will have its place. If the plot succeeds, the ballots cast by American voters will not decide the presidency in 2024. Thousands of votes will be thrown away, or millions, to produce the required effect. The winner will be declared by the loser. The loser will be certified president-elect. The prospect of this democratic collapse is not remote. People with the motive to make it happen are manufacturing the means. Given the opportunity, they will act. They are acting already. Who or what will safeguard our constitutional order is not apparent today. It is not even apparent who will try. Democrats, big and small d, are not behaving as if they believe the threat is real. Some of them, including President Joe Biden, have taken passing rhetorical notice, but their attention wanders. They are making a grievous mistake. The democratic emergency is already here. Richard I. Hansen, a professor of law and political science at UC Irvine, told Mr. Gelman in late October, Hassan prides himself on judicious temperament. Only a year ago he was cautioning me against hyperbole. Now he speaks matter-of-factly about the death of our body politic. We have a serious risk that American democracy as we know it will come to an end in 2024, he said. But urgent action is not happening. For more than a year now, with tactic and explicit support, from their party's national leaders, state rep Republican operatives have been building an apparatus of election theft. Elected officials in Arizona, Texas, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and other states have studied Donald Trump's crusade to overturn the 2020 election. They have noticed that the points of failure and have taken concrete steps to avoid failure next time. Some of them have rewritten statutes to seize partisan control of decisions about which ballots to count and which to discard, which results to certify and which to reject. They are driving out or stripping power from election officials who refused to go along with the plot last November 
aiming to replace them with exponents of the big lie. They are fine-tuning a legal argument that proposes or purports to allow state legislators to override the choice of the voters. By way of foundation for all the rest, Trump and his party have convinced a daunting large number of Americans that the essential workings of democracy are corrupt, that made-up claims of fraud are true, that only cheating can thwart their victory at the polls, that tyranny has usurped their government, and that violence is a legitimate response. Any Republican might benefit from these machinations, but let's not pretend that there's any suspense. Unless a biology intercedes, Donald Trump will seek and win the Republican nomination for president in 2024. Party is in thrall. No opponent can break it and few will try. Neither will set back outside politics. Indictment, say, or a disastrous turn in business prevent Trump from running. If anything, it will redouble his will to power. As we near the anniversary of January 6th, investigators are still unearthing the roots of the insurrection that sacked the Capitol and sent the members of Congress fleeing for their lives. What we know already and could not have known then is that the chaos wrought on that day was integral to a coherent plan. In retrospect, the insurrection takes on the aspect of rehearsal. Even in defeat, Trump has gained strength for a second attempt to seize office, should he need to. After the polls close on November 5th, 2024, it may appear otherwise. After all, he no longer commands the executive branch, which he tried and mostly failed to enlist in his first coup attempt. Yet the balance of power is shifting his way in arenas that matter more. Trump is successfully shaping the narrative of the insurrection in the only political ecosystem that matters to him. The immediate shock of the event, which briefly led some senior Republicans to break with him, has given way to a near-unanimous embrace. Virtually no one a year ago, certainly not I, predicted that Trump could compel the whole party's genuflection to the big lie and the recasting of insurgents as martyrs. Today, the few GOP dissenters are being cast out. Two down, eight to go. Trump gloated at the retirement announcement of Representative Adam Kissinger, one of the House 10 Republicans, to vote for his second impeachment. Trump has reconquered his party by setting his base on fire. Tens of millions of Americans perceive their world through black clouds of his smoke. His deepest source of strength is the bitter grievance of Republican voters that they lost the White House and are losing their country to alien forces with no legitimate claim to power. This is not the same transient or loosely committed population. Trump has built the first American mass political movement in the past century that is ready to fight by any means necessary, including bloodshed for his cause. My dear ones, I have more faith in America than many people. 
And the reason for that is, is that I have come to this country with a great love for this country. And I know what this country is truly about. And it is not what we are seeing, and it is not Trump and his Trumpistas. Shalom.